Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life. My name is Michelle Burkhardt. I'm your host. Uh, today, we're talking about who is the big villain in your life. Uh, I put out on social media the other day a question that said, if you were writing the story of your life, who would be the bad guy and why? And it was very interesting, the, the different responses, but... <clears throat> I've got some good news and some bad news for you today. Okay. Uh, let's start with the bad news. The bad news is that the villain in your life is, is nothing or, or no one that you think it is. Okay. It's nobody outside of yourself. It's actually you. Uh, right now, I, I've had to do a lot of self-reflection on this one and realize that my villain in life is me. You know, it's not my parents who, you know, caused me so much uh, abuse and neglect and poverty when I was a kid. It's not, you know, people who have left, let me down over time. It's not my, uh, you know, clients that are difficult. It's, it's not all of those other people. It's me. Okay. There are three things that we do where, where we are the bad guy to ourselves. I have a, a dear friend of mine, Sean Douglas. Uh, you know, he runs, um, I guess I would call it a movement more than a business. Uh, but his title is Hush the Inner Bully. Uh, how can you hush that bully that shows up inside you? So if you want to plug into his work, go on Facebook, just look up Hush the Inner Bully. He's doing some amazing work in that space. So for me, um, I, I look at these three things that we do. Self-condemnation, so condemning ourselves, self-hatred, and self-dissatisfaction. Those are three levels of really being this villain or this bully to ourselves. So ultimately what we do, uh, you know, stuff happens in life, right? We, we've got issues, problems, challenges, stuff happens. Uh, you know, it can be something as simple as you're, you're having a conversation with somebody and you say something that you feel like was really weird, right? That happens to me all the time. Uh, or, you know, you're, you're going about and, uh, maybe you made a, a, a mistake at work, right? And, and it could have been a costly mistake, whether that's in, in money or, or some other, other avenue, but you made a mistake, right? Or maybe you were having, um, you know, a conversation with one of your children and you got a little heated, right? I'm sure that never happens to any of you, right? Always happens to me. So the point is that something happens and what we do, the villain really shows up. And the first thing that that villain does is it separates you from other people. So it gets you into this place where you're quiet. A lot of you, you notice this right before going to bed. You'll be, you know, you can't fall asleep because you're, you're awake and awake and awake and awake because you're thinking about these things, right? Or, you know, you're, you're going on a run and this is what you're thinking about. The point is that you're, the villain comes when you're alone, separates you from the group, and then you begin to compare yourself with other people. And you start to condemn yourself. So for example, if you've had a heated conversation with a child, you begin to compare yourself, maybe with all the perfect and wonderful mothers you see on Facebook, right? 
or maybe even comparing it to your own mother. Like, oh, my mother never did that. You know, why did I do that? Right. And you start to, you know, condemn yourself. Or, you know, you realize, oh, this mistake I made at work, nobody's ever made this mistake. Why did I do that? Right. Now, what's happening here, if you're familiar with the awareness teachings that we've done, and if you're not, I, especially those of you who are relatively new, there is a link in the description for this episode for the search engine. Click that link and go in. You can input a keyword. I would put in there levels of awareness. We've got, I don't know, maybe eight different episodes uh, talking about the levels of awareness. That's something you really, really want to plug into. So what's happening when you are, you know, kind of cut off from the crowd and you're here thinking about your, your problems and you're condemning yourself is that you're really at those lower levels of awareness. So one, two, and three. So, you know, it might be a victim thing, right? Like this child pushed me to it. <laughs> or it could be, you know, you're, you're just really being condemned because there's certain expectations that you feel like uh, a group has put on you, right? Or you could also look at this as like, I know this is not what I want, but I don't know what to do about it, right? So that's a lower level of awareness. But here's the opportunity, okay? When you notice this is happening, and, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're going to notice this a little bit more now just because I've introduced the idea to you. Because remember, we're, you know, when, you're, when you open yourself up to a new idea, you're, you're increasing your awareness and your, your choices, right? So from now on, because you've heard this episode, you'll have this as a choice. So when you notice that you are alone and you're having all of these thoughts and you're condemning yourself and you've got this, you know, blame, shame and guilt thing going on, when you notice this, here are some things that you can do. I immediately go to forgiveness. Okay. And again, you can go to the search engine, type in forgiveness. There's a lot that I've talked about it, but typically what I do is I immediately go to forgiving myself. Because I realize that this villain inside me is providing me an opportunity, but I need to forgive myself for whatever I just did. And I need to kind of release that. One of the ways that um, I've been sharing with people lately to do this is you can get yourself in kind of a relaxed state. Take whatever it is that you're really beating yourself up for. Take all of that. Instead of thinking through, this is what I should have said. This is what I should do. We don't want to go there. But you want to take all of that, maybe create a little image, like a snapshot, if you will, wrap it in a bubble, right? Just like you're blowing bubbles as a kid, wrap it in a bubble and send it off somewhere. Okay. That, that's a form of releasing. Okay. You, you're really just using your powers of imagination and visualization to, you know, show your mind, Hey, listen, yes, this is important. We're doing something about it but I'm going to release what happened in the past. Then the next step you want to think about is your I am statements. So think about, you know, I am blank. What is that? You know, um, I, the other day I, I was in my study time, I came up with 111 words that are I am statements for me. So I am strong. I am honest, I am grounded, I am purposeful, I am, you know, humble, all of the things that I want to be. 
And when I have a, a difficult time with my personal villain, I go back to my I am statements and say, I am all of these things because those things are true. All right, you just had a wonky interaction. You just made a mistake. But is that interaction or mistake your identity? No. Your villain, your bully, tries to make it your identity. It is not. So you've got to convince your mind that is not who I am. That's something that happened. That's something that, you know, I did, but it's not who I am. And once you've kind of come to that better place of knowing who you are, then you ask yourself, what do you want instead? Okay, so you blew up with your child. All right, what do you want instead? That's a great opportunity to, you know, go and, and say, hey, you know, I, I really didn't want to act like that. I'm really sorry. Will you forgive me? Great way to model for them, right? Maybe you, you made this mistake at work. You know, go to your boss and say, I've thought about this some more. I'm really sorry that that happened. Here are some things that I think can, can help going forward, right? You had that weird interaction with someone, you know, sometimes it's a stranger. And you're just like, ah, sometimes I'm weird and let's move on, right? Um, sometimes it's with someone you know and you, you know, you can, you can navigate that if you want or you can just ignore it. It's up to you. Okay. And then once you figure out what you want to do instead, take that one simple action step. So ultimately what you're doing is you're using this opportunity when the villain comes. So instead of dismissing the villain, you're saying, all right, come on over, tell me what I need to know, but let's move forward. Okay. Because you have power choice and control here. The problem is when you get stuck in your feelings and your thoughts uh, that the villain is bringing to you. Okay. And remember, you know, that the villain uh, isolates you. So when you're isolated, you become paralyzed. When you come back to the group, now you can make use of this uh, problem or issue. So one of the things that, that I find very interesting, whether you're uh, a Christian or, or you, you have that as your religion or not, if you study in the Bible, in particularly in the New Testament, where they're talking about Jesus' life. So whenever Jesus in his ministry would travel around, um, and there's many different examples of healings and miracles that he produced. So even if you were to look at, at that, whether you believe it or not, one of the really cool things that shows up is that every single time he interacted with somebody and there was a change that happened, the very next thing he did was to include them or to kind of suggest or push or cajole them into community. Because he inherently knew the issue that you're having right now is because your villain has come, it's isolated you, it's paralyzed you, you're stuck in your feelings and your thoughts, and you need to break free from that. So I'm going to, you know, use some sort of healing technique to break you free from the emotions and the thoughts, but your ultimate healing is going to come from being a part of a group. Because when you're a part of the group, your villain doesn't have such a, a, a major role in your life. Okay. Um, Eric Hoffer, uh, he's got a quote. I gotta, I gotta memorize this one because I try to reference it so much, but basically he says, he says, um, we forget how awesome we are and we need people in our lives to remind us. You need a group for that. Okay. 
So get a group. If you don't have a group, we have several different options. Uh, you can always email me and say, hey, Michelle, I want to talk to you about, you know, some options of, of some groups. Um, everything from, you know, just a, a kind of hanging out group with awesome people to, uh, you know, book studies to, you know, membership groups. We have all kinds of ways that you could be a part of a group that could remind you of how awesome you are so that you could limit the effects of the big villain in your life. Okay. So consider that that villain in your life is not the other people that you think that they are. It's not your boss. It's not your significant other. It's not your friend. Um, it's not the, the other guy, right? Political party or whatever. Um, but it's actually you. And the good news is you can do something about that. Okay. So consider going back and listening again and really writing down those steps of things that you want to practice. Okay. So with that, I release you into the wild go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.